Amen. Amen. Buenos días, iglesia. Good morning, good afternoon, church. Buenas tardes. <laughs> Oremos. Let us pray. Padre, te damos gracias por, por tu palabra. Te damos gracias por las instrucciones de Apóstol Pablo, Señor. Gracias por, por su ejemplo, por el fervor en su oración, Señor. La intención detrás de su oración, Señor. Padre, oramos que podamos escucharte hoy, Señor. Que podamos permitir que tu palabra confirme nuestra identidad, confirme nuestra salvación, Señor. Ayúdanos, Padre, a poder confiar en ti en todo momento, Señor. Abre nuestros oídos para escuchar tu palabra y navegar a través de ella, Señor. Y tú conoces toda situación aquí presente. Conoces cada persona, conoces su caminar de la fe, Señor. Yo oro que tú llegues a ese lugar, Señor, y hables palabra de vida eterna a ellos, Señor. En el nombre poderoso de Jesús. Amén. Buenos días. Dios los bendiga, iglesia. Good afternoon. Uh, may God bless your church. Perdóneme. Forgive him. Esta, esta mañana continuamos con nuestra serie Viviendo a la Luz del Regreso de Cristo. This morning, this afternoon, mira, me, lo, me lo pegaste. This afternoon we continue with our series Living in Light of Christ's Return. Una serie que la basamos en el libro de Segunda de Tesalonicenses. It's a series that we have based it upon the book of Second Thessalonians. Y hoy nos corresponde cerrar el capítulo 2. And today we are going to be closing chapter 2. Donde los versículos 13 al 17, como Pablo nos leyó. Where verses 13 through 17, where Paul, not the apostle, but Pablo, read. <laughs> Son algunos de los versículos más hermosos del Nuevo Testamento. They are some of the most beautiful verses of the whole New Testament. Versículos que son vitales para nuestra firmeza y nuestra fidelidad. They are vital verses for our, our firmness and our faithfulness. Y en unos minutos vamos a profundizar en ellos. And in some minutes, in a few minutes, we're going to dive into them. Pero antes queremos recordar en qué contexto están estas palabras. However, we must remember the context in which we find these letters. Los pasados domingos hemos estado discutiendo aquellas cosas que Pablo le escribió a esta, a esta iglesia. Past few Sundays we've been talking about the different things that Paul has written to this church. A esta joven iglesia en Tesalónica. To this young church in Thessalonica. Que se encontraba sufriendo. They found themselves in the midst of suffering. Sufriendo terriblemente por su fe. And they were suffering terribly due to their faith. Y el apóstol Pablo a la distancia. And the apostle Paul at a distance. Le recordaba que su fe no era en vano. He was reminding them that their faith was not in vain. Le recordaba que su fe estaba puesta en un Dios que es justo. He was reminding them that their faith was placed in a God who is righteous. En el primer capítulo, el versículo 6, él les dice. So in the first chapter, in verse 6, uh, it says, he tells them. Dios que es justo, pagará con sufrimiento a quienes lo hacen sufrir a ustedes. Y a ustedes que sufren les dará descanso. Lo mismo que a nosotros. Esto sucederá cuando el Señor Jesús se manifieste desde el cielo. He says, God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven. En otras palabras, Pablo le estaba diciendo. In other words, Paul was telling them. Dios no es ajeno a tu sufrimiento. God is not um, unaware of your suffering. Dios no está de brazos cruzados. God is not with his arms crossed. Le está diciendo perseveren, hermano. He is telling them persevere, brethren. Por, porque este dolor es solo un momento. Because this pain is just for a moment. El Señor viene. The Lord is coming. Y viene a traer descanso. And he comes to bring you rest. Y esto sucederá cuando se manifieste el regreso del Señor. And cielos, this dice. will happen when the Lord is manifested in the heavens in his return. Pero iglesia, era esa manifestación. However, church, it is that manifestation. Esa promesa acerca de la segunda venida del Señor. That promise in relation to the second coming of the Lord. La que estaba causando desaliento en ellos. That, that, that was causing discouragement in them. 
en la ausencia del apóstol Pablo in the absence of the apostle Paul y de Timoteo y de Silas and Timothy and Silas estaba corriendo por toda Tesalónica una falsa enseñanza there was a false teaching that was moving around out of the, all of Tesalonica una falsa enseñanza acerca del el regreso de nuestro Señor a false teaching in regards to the return of our Lord y estaba causando confusión en la iglesia and it was bringing confusion to the church la misma iglesia que solo unos meses atrás the same church that just a few months ago en la primera carta in the first letter Pablo escuchaba de la boca de Timoteo Paul was hearing from Timothy's mouth las mejores noticias que un pastor puede escuchar de una iglesia que está padeciendo the best news that any pastor can hear from a church that is suffering Timoteo le estaba diciendo a Pablo Timothy was telling Paul a pesar de lo que están viviendo, Pablo, regardless of what they're going through, Paul, son un ejemplo. They're an example. Son un ejemplo con su fe. They're an example with their faith. Son un ejemplo con su amor. They're an example with their love. Son un ejemplo con su esperanza en el Señor Jesucristo. They're an example because they have a hope in the return of Jesus. Eso lo vimos en la primera carta. And we saw that in the first letter. Pero ahora en la segunda carta. However, now in the second letter, es una respuesta a una segunda. Eh, eh, Reporte, it's, a, it's a response from Paul to a second report que llegó a los, a su oído, that came to his ears. Donde se entera que la persecución a esta iglesia joven ha incrementado. When he finds out that the persecution towards this young church has grown, y los hermanos en Tesalónica han entrado en un estado de, de confusión, de parálisis. And the brothers and sisters in Tesalonica have entered a stage of confusion and paralysis. Donde su fe, su amor y su esperanza se encuentran bajo amenaza. Where their faith, their love, and their hope is being threatened. Donde han perdido su firmeza en la verdad. Where they are starting to lose their standing or firmness in the truth. ¿Le ha ocurrido eso a ustedes? Has that happened to you? Donde hay momentos en nuestra vida donde nos sentimos confundidos. When there's moments in our lives when we feel confused. Donde lo que estamos viendo amenaza nuestra fe. Where what we are experiencing or looking at threatens our faith. Amen. Amen. Ellos se sentían de esta manera porque sentían que el Señor ya había venido. They felt this way because they were thinking that the Lord had already come. El Señor vino y, no, y fuimos abandonados, dicen ellos. They were thinking the Lord came and we have been abandoned. Pero Pablo como buen pastor, But Paul, as a good pastor, buscando su estabilidad, seeking their stability, les decía al principio del capítulo 2, he would tell them at the beginning of chapter 2, no pierdan la cabeza, do not lose your heads, ni se dejen engañar, don't be deceived, el Señor aún no ha regresado, the Lord has not returned yet, porque aún no ocurren dos cosas, because there's two things that haven't happened yet, y Javier la semana pasada nos llevó a través de esas dos cosas. And last week Javier discussed what those two things were. No ha llegado la rebelión en contra de Dios. The rebellion against God has arrived. La gran apostasía the donde muchos llamados cristianos abandonarán la fe. The great apostasy where many so-called Christians were abandoned, will abandon their faith. Y la segunda cosa es que no se ha manifestado el hombre de maldad. And the second thing is that the man of lawlessness has not been revealed yet. Pablo le está diciendo Dios estableció su antesala. Paul is saying, listen, God has established his precursors. precursors. And even though Paul tells us that they were suffering the beginning, the birth pains of that particular, particular return, Estaban sufriendo esos principios de esa rebelión. They were beginning to suffer the, the beginnings of that rebellion. Pablo le dice, no, aún no se ha revelado en su plenitud. Paul is telling them, it still hasn't been manifested in, in its fullness. Porque, in its fullness. Dios, porque Dios está deteniendo su avance. Because God is, is, is stopping, it's not allowing it to advance. Pero él le recuerda. But he reminds him. 
Pero habrá un día but a day is coming donde Dios no lo más when God will not stop it anymore y su and we will see it manifest. Y la forma que usted sabrá que inició esa antesala. And the, the way that we will know that, that that beginning point has started. Paul is saying it's not going to be uh, through a flood like in the days of Noah. It won't be because fire will fall from heaven like in Sodom and Gomorrah. You know that that day will be close. When you see a deceiving power. Falsos maestros serán capaces de hacer milagros y prodigios y señales. Where false teachers will have the capacity to perform miracles and signs and wonders. Donde engañarán a muchos. And will, they will deceive many. Donde esos muchos habiendo tenido la verdad. And those many having had the truth. Habiéndola oído. Having heard the truth. Van a preferir la mentira. They will prefer the lie. Y Pablo escribe todo esto en el capítulo 2. Para corregir esta falsa enseñanza. Y ayudar a los creyentes en Tesalónica. A volver a encontrar su fundamento en la verdad. Y sabemos que ese era el objetivo. And we understand and we know that that was the objective. Porque en el versículo 15 que vamos a estar viendo hoy. Because in verse 15 which we're going to be looking in depth at today. Él les dice. He says. Así que hermanos sigan firmes. Y manténganse fieles a las enseñanzas que oralmente o por carta hemos transmitido. So then brothers and sisters stand firm and hold fast to the teachings we passed on to you. Whether by word of mouth or by letter. Ese sigan firmes y manténganse fieles en la Reina Valera. That stand firm and, and hold fast in the King James Version. Dice, estad firmes y retened la doctrina. It, it says to be firm and to, to keep, to retain the doctrine. Esa palabra retener originalmente en, en griego significa aferrarse con fuerza. That, that word to retain in the original Greek means to hold on with, with, uh, with strength. Pablo le está diciendo a la iglesia de Tesalónica y a nosotros hoy iglesia. So Paul is telling the church in Thessalonica and to us here today church. Tiempos difíciles se acercan. Difficult times are coming. Para la estabilidad de la iglesia. That, that, that is going to seek to affect the stability of the church. Va a venir un tiempo donde se va a manifestar un poder engañoso. There's a time coming where a deceiving power will manifest. Donde tienen que estar firmes. And you need to be firm fuertemente agarrados holding on strongly a las palabras que han recibido to the truth or the words that you have received literalmente como si tu vida dependiera de ella literally as if your life depended on that depended lo, on that lo que Pablo nos va a decir en el versículo 13 al versículo 17 él quiere que tú lo agarres con fuerza what Paul is going to tell us in verses 13 through 17 is he wants us to hold on to that with all our strength amen amen Hace una semana mientras me preparaba. A few weeks ago as I was preparing. Estaba escuchando un podcast del pastor John Piper. I was listening to a podcast from Javier's friend, Pastor John Piper. El amigo de Javier, Pastor John Piper. Javier's friend, Pastor John Piper. Y él me introdujo a esta historia. And he introduced me to the story. A una noticia del 1987. To, to a, um, a news article from 1987. De un hombre llamado Henry Dempsey. Of a man named Henry Dempsey. Henry Dempsey acaparó las noticias de Estados Unidos en septiembre 4 del 87. Henry Dempsey uh, became the focus of the news in the United States in September 4th of, of the year 1987. Dempsey este, era un piloto de avión. Dempsey was a, 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 a pilot. A pilot. Que estaba volando. Airplane pilot. 
del estado de Maine a Boston. And he was traveling from the state of Maine to Boston. Y mientras él volaba su avión a 4,000 pies de altura. And as, his, as he was in flying his plane at 4,000 feet. Uh, él escuchó un ruido que venía de la parte de trasera del avión. He heard some noise that was coming from the back of the airplane. Dempsey se levanta y le entrega este, al copiloto la dirección del avión. So Dempsey stands up and he hands over the controls to his co-pilot. Y en camino en dirección a la puerta trasera. And as he is walking towards the back door. El avión agarra una turbulencia. At that moment, turbulence began to occur. Y la fuerza empujó a Dempsey hacia la puerta. And this, the, 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 the strength or the turbulence caused uh, Dempsey to hit against the door. Y esta puerta se abrió. And the door was opened. Y la mitad de su cuerpo fue succionado. And half of his body was suctioned. Y cayó boca abajo. And he landed face down. And so Dempsey was looking to hold on to anything that could save his life. Y logró retenerse de una barrandi, una barrandilla. Una qué? Una barran, un tubo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is in Spanish either. Say. Una baranda. Cuando tú vas a la escalera, verdad, te agarras ahí. A handle, a handle, a handle. Okay. He was he was able to hold on to a, to a strong handle. Barrandilla. Barrandilla. El copiloto, mientras miraba para atrás, él pensó Dempsey murió. As the copilot was looking back, he talked to himself, "We lost Dempsey. He died." Dempsey se cayó. He he fell. Y él debió su vuelo al aeropuerto más cercano. And so the, then he derailed his, his flight to, to go to the nearest airport. Cuando él aterriza su avión. When he lands the plane. Encuentran a Dempsey a 30 centímetros de la pista. They find Dempsey 30 centimeters from the, from the runway. Y con las manos tan apretadas a ese, a ese baranda, barandilla. <laughs> and with his hands so tight around that handle. Que literalmente tuvieron que abrir sus dedos. That they literally had to open up his fingers. Para que soltara la baranda. For him to let go of the handle. Iglesia, esta historia es impactante. And this is an impact of a story, right? Imagínese. Impactful. En ese momento de vida o muerte. Imagine, in that moment of life and death. No hay nada más importante. There's nothing more important. No hay pensamiento más importante. There's no thought that's more important. Que sea, yo me tengo que agarrar de algo que salve mi vida. I need to hold on to something that can save my life. Yo quiero que esta mañana tú escuches esas palabras. And I want for all of us this morning to listen to these words. Que podamos ver cuán fuerte Pablo nos está llamando a agarrarnos de lo que de lo que él nos va a mostrar para que nos salve literalmente and la vida. So we can see what Paul is showing us, what we need to hold on to with that strength in order for our lives to be saved. Amen. Amen. Nuestra santidad, our holiness, nuestra vida eterna, our eternal life, depende de cuán fuerte. Depends on how strongly nos estamos agarrando. Are we holding on al evangelio de Jesucristo? To the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Porque debemos cuestionarnos. Because we must question ourselves. Debemos preguntarnos, iglesia. We need to ask ourselves. A la luz de lo que Pablo nos ha dicho en el capítulo 1 y en el capítulo 2. In light of what Paul has, tells us, has told us in chapter 1 and chapter 2. Que son cosas que no son fáciles. There are things that are not easy. ¿Qué pasaría? What would happen? ¿Qué pasaría con nuestra firmeza? What would happen to our firmness? Si Dios desde antes de la creación decretó. If God, since the creation of the world, he decreed. Que estos eventos se cumplan en nuestra generación. That these events were to be fulfilled in our generation. En nuestra vida. In our lives. In our lifetime. 
Nadie conoce ni la hora ni el día, dice la palabra. The Bible says that no one knows the day or the hour. Cuando el Señor regrese. When the Lord will return. ¿Cómo permaneceremos firmes? So how can we remain firm? A la luz de su venida. In light of his coming. ¿Cómo permaneceremos alertas? How can we remain alert? Ante la tentación que va a haber en ese momento. Before the temptation that humanity will experience at that moment. De abandonar a Jesús. To abandon Jesus. Porque los que están abandonando a Jesús son personas que se declararon cristianos. Because those who will abandon Jesus during that time will be people who call themselves Gente Christians. Gente que igual de nosotros tiene acceso a la palabra. People, same as us, will have access to the word. Igual que nosotros hoy es que estamos escuchando la palabra. Same as us, they will be listening to the word of God. Pero van a preferir la mentira. But they will choose the lie. ¿Cómo haremos? ¿Cómo nos permaneceremos so, firmes? So, how do we do this? How can we remain firmes? Firm. And so the first point I want us to take with us this morning by holding strongly to the truth. Listen to verse 13 and what he writes to the Thessalonians. Porque Dios lo escogió como los primeros frutos para ser salvos mediante la obra santificadora del Espíritu y la fe que tienen en la verdad. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord. Because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. Él le está diciendo, He's telling us, yo, Timoteo y Silas, I, Timothy and Silas, nos sentimos con el deber we feel the duty de siempre dar gracias a Dios of always thanking God por ustedes, hermano, for you, brethren, por dos razones. for two reasons. Ustedes no solamente son mis hermanos. Number one, you're not only our brethren, our brothers and sisters, ustedes son hermanos amados por el Señor. you are brothers and sisters loved by the Lord. ¿Escucharon eso? Did you hear that? A la luz de lo que están viviendo. In light of what they were experiencing. A la luz del engaño que se avecina. In light of the deceit that was coming near them. Y la confusión que estaban viviendo. And the confusion they found themselves in. Pablo quiere que ellos entiendan. Paul desires for, for them to understand and know. Que recuerden. And to remember. Que se agarren. To hold on. Ustedes son hermanos amados por el Señor. You are brothers and sisters loved by the Lord. La segunda razón por la que yo me siento con deber de dar gracias a Dios. And the second ustedes. reason why he says I feel the duty of thanking the Lord for you. Es que Dios lo ha escogido. Is that God has chosen you. Y esa lección es el fundamento del amor de Dios. And that choosing is the foundation of God's love. Por su iglesia. For his church. El saber que Dios no, lo, no, no los ama con un amor que Él ama a toda su creación. To know that God doesn't love the church with a general love with which He loves all His creation. El amor de Dios por los hermanos de Tesalónica y por nosotros. The love of God for the brothers and sisters in Thessalonica and for us. Nace de una elección solamente de Dios. It, it, it comes out of an election that belongs only to God. En otras palabras. In other words. Dios no escoge cuando nada en nosotros era digno de, de ser escogido. God chooses us when nothing in us was worthy of being chosen. Dios no escogió cuando no había nada en nosotros. God chose us when there was nothing in us. Digno. Worthy. En nuestra vida, iglesia. In our lives, church. No ha habido. There hasn't been. No habrá. There will, will not be logro, no achievement and no circumstance that would render us worthy of being chosen by the Lord. No it does not exist. 
Por resultado, la pregunta es, As a result, the question is, ¿por qué tú y yo fuimos escogidos? Why have you and I, why have we been chosen? ¿Cuál es la razón por la cual Dios nos escogió? What is the reason why God chose us? La Biblia nos muestra cuál fue la razón que Israel fue escogido. The Bible shows us what was the reason why Israel was chosen. Veámoslo. Let's look at this. Deuteronomio 7, de 7 al 8 dice. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 7 through 8. El Señor sintió afecto por ti y te eligió aunque no era el pueblo más numeroso sino el más insignificante de todos. The Lord did not set his affection on you and chose you because you were more numerous than other people. For you were the fewest of all peoples. El Señor te ama y quería cumplir su juramento a tus antepasados por eso te rescató de la esclavitud del poder del faraón y el rey de Egipto y te sacó con gran despliegue de fuerza. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Iglesia. Church. El Señor te ama tanto the Lord loves you so much que sintió afecto por ti that he felt affection for you y te eligió aun cuando era el más insignificante de todos. And he chose you even when we were the most insignificant of all. Dios salió a buscarnos God came out looking for us when, we're not even, when we were not even looking for him. The word tells us that the eyes of the Lord they run the earth which indicates that when God seeks someone he finds him. No hay quien se le There's no one that can escape his sight. Si en hoy, If you're in Christ today, no es por it's not at a chance. Su ojo toda tu vida. What? Toda tu vida. His eyes were going around looking for you. He knows who you are. El Salmo, ¿qué dice? What does the psalm say? Desde el vientre de tu madre te conocí. I knew you from your mother's womb. No había necesidad ni que nosotros pusiéramos un pie en esta tierra. There wasn't even a need for us to put a foot on this earth. Para que él supiera. For him to toma. know. Tu elección no es chance. So your election is, wasn't a, 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 out of chance. Perdón, no, no, it's not your fault. It, it's culpa mía. Él, él no solamente nos encontró. Um, he not only found us, él no abrió los ojos. he opened our eyes, he prepared our hearts, Nos dio he gave us understanding, he put his spirit in us, Nos dejó el he allowed us to hear his gospel, Nos he helped us understand the gospel, he brought us to repentance before him, Todo eso lo hizo él. and all of that he did it. Adivina. And guess. Because we were dead in our trespasses and sins. He needed to do so. Because we were incapable of saving ourselves. Amen. Amen. Pablo le está diciendo, Paul was telling them. Con esta retain with strength this truth. Dios te ama. God loves you. Dios te he has chosen you. Y lo hizo para and he did so to save you. La segunda mitad del versículo 13. And so the second half of verse 13. Porque Dios lo escogió como los primeros frutos para ser salvos. Mediante la obra santificadora del Espíritu y la fe que tienen en la verdad. Because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. ¿Alguna vez te has preguntado, Iglesia? Have you ever asked yourself, church? ¿De qué Dios me salvó? What did God save me from? Sabemos verdaderamente 
de qué o de quién nos salva Dios? Do we truly understand from whom or for from what does God save us? ¿Tú le has preguntado a alguien, eres salvo? Have you asked somebody, are you saved? ¿Sabes lo que le estás preguntando? Do you understand what you're asking the person? Dios nos salva de él mismo. God saves us from himself. Dios nos salva de su ira. He saves us from his wrath. Que reposaba sobre nosotros. Which was lay, laying upon us. A causa de nuestra vida de pecado. Because of our sinful lives. Dios nos salva de permanecer. God saves us from remaining. Bajo su propio castigo. Under his own punishment. Juan 3.36. John 3.36. Nos dice. Says, el que cree en el hijo tiene vida eterna, pero el que desobedece al hijo no sabrá lo que es esa vida, sino que permanecerá bajo el castigo de Dios. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. De ese castigo nos salva. From that punishment, God is saving us. De esa ira de Dios nos From salva. His own wrath, God is saving us. Bajo la cual nosotros nacemos. By which we are born into. Dios me salva por medio de su Hijo Jesucristo. And God saves us through his son Jesus Christ. Porque mi carga la pone sobre él. Because he places my burden upon him. Y esa salvación. And that salvation. Que Pablo le está diciendo a los tesalonicos. Which Paul is talking to the Thessalonians about. Se confirma. It is confirmed. Con una vida que está siendo santificada. With a life that is being sanctified. En otras palabras, Dios nos salva para ser separados. In other words, God saves us to, to make us separate. Separados del pecado. Separate from para sin. Para nunca volver al lugar de donde nos sacó. To never return to the place from which he brought us from. Y Pablo dice que esa santificación la lleva a cabo el Espíritu. And Paul tells us that this sanctification is taken, is, is, is achieved by the Spirit. La, la tercera persona de la Trinidad. The third person of the Trinity. Es el Espíritu que abre nuestro entendimiento. It is the Holy Spirit that opens up our understanding. Es por medio del Espíritu que somos regenerados. It is through the Spirit that we are regenerated. Lo que significa que Dios no nos deja en el lugar donde, en la condición que nos encontró. Which means that God doesn't leave us in the condition he found us. El Espíritu abre nuestros ojos a la palabra. The Holy Spirit opens our eyes to the word. Y nos guía a toda la verdad. And guides us to all truth. Primera Corintios 2:14 dice. So 1 Corinthians 2:14 says. El que no tiene el Espíritu no acepta lo que procede del Espíritu de Dios, pues para él es locura. No puede entenderlo porque hay que discernirlo espiritualmente. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. That truth that the Holy Spirit dwells in us. So it is because the Holy Spirit dwells in us that we have the capacity, church, of being able to respond to the gospel. The word says that faith comes through hearing and through hearing the word of God. I'm not able to produce my own faith. La produce la palabra. The word produces el that espíritu. faith, the spirit. No la produzco yo. I'm not able to produce it. Es Dios trabajando a través de la palabra. It's God working through the word. Amen. Amen. Es obra de Dios, no nuestra. It is the work of God, it's not our work. En un solo versículo. In just one verse. En el versículo 13. Verse 13. Pablo ha resumido tantas cosas. Paul has summarized so many things. Para que la iglesia en Tesalónica. For the church in Thesalonica. Y nosotros hoy, Ifex. And for us today, Ifex. Nos agarremos con fuerza. For us to hold on strongly. Y rápido para recordar. And quickly, as a, as a reminder. ¿Qué él nos dijo? 
What did he tell us? If you're in Christ this morning, you are loved by God. Y paréntesis, iglesia. And a side note. I know there could be people here this morning who do not feel loved by God. Pero si hoy tú estás en Cristo, But if you are in Christ today, no se trata de lo que sientes, it doesn't have to do with what you feel. Se trata de la verdad. It has to do with the truth. Y la verdad es que Dios te ama. And the truth is that God loves you. Y Dios te está llamando a que abraces fuertemente su amor. And God is calling you for you to hold on firmly to his love for you. Porque Él lo está haciendo. Because he is doing it. Él nos está abrazando con, con, con su fuerza que no podemos ni imaginar. He is embracing us with his strength that we cannot even imagine. Y eso no importando, iglesia. And that's regardless, church. ¿Cuál haya sido tu experiencia en el amor aquí en la tierra? What your experience might have been in regards to love here on earth. No importa. It doesn't matter. ¿Quién falló en mostrarte un amor perfecto? Who failed in showing you a perfect love? Dios no falla. God never fails. Y Dios está buscando And God is seeking reconstruir eso to, en to rebuild that in you. Para que tengas confianza. For you to have trust. Para que conozca verdaderamente quién es el amor. For you to know truly who love is. Dios quiere cambiar nuestra perspectiva. He wants to change our perspective. Sanar nuestra herida. Heal our wounds. Con su amor incondicional. With his unconditional, unconditional love. Amen. Amen. ¿Cuántos somos testigos de que Dios ha hecho eso en nuestra vida? How many of us are witnesses that God has done Amen. that in our lives? Amen. Amen. Número dos. Number two. Si tú, perdón, si tú estás en Cristo en esta mañana. If you are in Christ this morning. Abraza con fuerza la verdad. If you're in Christ this afternoon. Hold on firmly to the truth que eres salvo that you are saved Dios te because Christ chose you te por su gran amor. because he chose you because of his great love. Y te dio vida con And he gave you life along with Christ. Y por no salvo. And by grace he saved us. Number three. Somos la We are saved through sanctification. La del the progressive sanctification of the Spirit. Somos salvo por la fe en la And we are saved by faith in the truth. While we await his return, church, we hold on firmly to these truths. You know why? Verse 14. He called you to this. For this reason, he called his church. Not for us to be saved and then to return to the place where he found us. He came to change your life. He came to give you a new life. And these are truths that are not to be taken lightly. He says he called you to this through our gospel. That you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. God called you to be saved. That's what Paul is telling them. To be sanctified. And he did it through his gospel. And listen to who is saying this. This is the gospel which Paul, he himself originally hated. He persecuted people that loved this gospel. But when his moment came of encountering Christ, everything changed. Everything changed. That same gospel that caused him to pursue and, and persecute caused him to become now the person that's being persecuted. 
And this gospel, this man originally hated. And he killed Christians. That same gospel in a stage of his life was able to produce in him to say the words. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That same gospel, it produced that in the life of this man. That's why he says, this is my gospel. He says, for our gospel. He is, he is letting us know that he, Timothy and Silas, both make the gospel theirs. Por eso se los predico. And that's why I preach it to you. 14, la, la mitad del 14, and so second half of 14 says, a fin de que tengan parte en la gloria de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. That you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pablo no quería que ellos fueran mejores personas. Paul wasn't seeking for them to become better people. Él quería que ellos pasaran de muerte a la vida. He desired for them to come from death to life. Que pasaran de la oscuridad a su luz admirable. From darkness to his marvelous light. Que pasara de reino temporal. From a temporary kingdom a tener parte en la gloria de nuestro Señor to Jesucristo. To have part in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Y por eso él dice, ese es mi evangelio. And that's why he says, this is my gospel. Es mi Señor Jesucristo. Is my Lord Jesus Christ. Por eso, por esa razón él se apropia de. For this reason, he, he takes a hold of this gospel. Paul was telling to the church in Philippi, I proceed moving forward, holding on to that by which the Lord Jesus helped me first. Él sabía que no hay comparación. He knew there was no comparison. No hay nada en esta vida. There's nothing in this. Ni life. mi propio celo. Not even my own seal. El celo que yo tenía por las cosas de Dios. The zeal that I have for the things of God. Que me llegó a perseguir a cristianos. That caused in me to persecute Christians. No se compara. It doesn't compare. No se compara el evangelio. It doesn't compare with the gospel. A lo trascendental que es. To the to the transcendence of the gospel. Por eso yo me apropio de él. That's why I make it my own. Amen. Amen. Pablo se agarró firmemente de su Señor. So Paul held on firmly to his Lord. Él entendió que Dios no es hombre para mentir. And he understood that God is not a man to lie. Dios no cambia. And he doesn't change. Dios nunca deja de ser fiel. God never stops being faithful. Él cumple lo que promete. And he fulfills that which he has promised. Sea que yo lo vea Whether I see it or not. Sea que lo sienta o no. Whether I feel it or not. Mi Dios es digno de confianza. My God is worthy of trust. Me encanta el versículo de Hebreo. So I love the verse from Hebrew. Que habla, de, no lo tengo aquí arriba, pero habla de los profetas en la antigüedad. That talks about the prophets in, in antiquity. Que todas las promesas. That all the promises. Ellos la vieron de lejos. They were able to see them from afar. Se apropiaron de ella. But they made it, they made those, those prophecies their own. Aunque nunca las vieron cumplir. The, the, the promises, even though they never saw them fulfilled. En su generación. In their generation. Se apropiaron de ellos. They made, an, they made them their own. Vivieron como si eso ya es de ellos. And they lived their lives as, as if those promises were already theirs. Amen. Amen. Y vemos el ejemplo de los tesalonicenses y de Pablo. And we see the examples of the Thessalonians and Paul. Iglesia. Church. Retener con fuerza la verdad. And so retain with strength the truth. Por la cual fuimos llamados. By which you have been saved. Retén con fuerza el evangelio. Retain with strength the gospel. Because it causes us to have part with the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
and that day will be wonderful. 1 John 3 verse 2 tells us a little what that day will be like. Dice, querido hermano, ahora somos hijos de Dios, pero todavía no se ha manifestado lo que habemos de ser. Sabemos, sin embargo, que cuando Cristo venga, seremos semejante a Él porque lo veremos tal como Él es. Says, dear brothers, not, dear, dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. ¿Cuántos estamos cansados de nuestra lucha con el pecado? How many of us are tired of our struggle with sin? Pues va a llegar un día que eso va a culminar. A day is coming where that battle is going to end. Es, esa es nuestra promesa que el Señor nos está dejando. And this is the promise that the Lord has presented to us. La culminación de nuestra lucha con el pecado. The end of our struggle against sin. Ya no seremos santificados más. We no longer have a need of sanctification. Porque ya seremos santos como Él es. Because we will be holy as He is holy. Pero hay que retener con fuerza. But we need to hold on firmly. Durante este tiempo. During this time. La verdad de que somos amados. The truth that we are loved. Cómo ese amor fue representado para con nosotros. How that love was presented towards us. Tenemos que abrazar con fuerza de que tenemos que ser santificados. We need to hold on with strength that we need to be sanctified. Y es mediante de su palabra y su espíritu. And it is through his, through his word and his spirit. Punto número dos. And this brings us to our second point. Cómo nos paramos firme a la venida de nuestro Señor. So how do we stand firm before the coming of our Lord? Bueno. Firmes en la verdad. Well, we are to be firm in the truth. Versículo 15. Verse 15. Ya lo leímos, pero dice, Así que hermanos, sigan firmes y manténganse fieles a las enseñanzas que oralmente o por carta hemos transmitido. This is, so then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the teachings we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. Le dice, ya que Dios lo escogió. And he's saying, hey, since God already chose you. Ya que Dios le ha dado salvación. Since he has granted you salvation. Ya que Dios lo está santificando. Since he is, since he is already sanctifying you. Ya que le ha dado su and he's given you of his spirit. Ya que Dios te ha de la Since God has convinced you of the truth. Ahora sigan firme y now stand firm and remain firm. This is the secret of how Paul himself was able to make the gospel his own. He was able to make the gospel and his own and make Jesus Christ his own. And now he begs the church, do the same. Stand firm. Remain faithful. In the midst of all the teachings that orally or through letter you have heard from us. Esto nos aplica directamente a nosotros. And this applies directly to us. Esta mañana, ¿qué estamos haciendo? This afternoon, what are we doing? Leyendo exactamente una carta que Pablo le dejó a los tesalonicenses. We are reading a letter that Paul wrote to the Thessalonians. Literalmente. Literally. Y esta carta nos la dejó para perseverar y estar firme. And he left us this letter for us to persevere and remain firm. Y esto no es algo, una palabra nueva para Pablo. And this is not a new word for Paul. A través de todas sus cartas, Throughout all his letters, siempre llamaba a la iglesia a estar firme. He was always calling the church to remain faithful, ejemplo, to be firm. Primera Corintios 15, 58. For example, 1 Corinthians 15:58. Por lo tanto, mis queridos hermanos, manténganse firmes. For this reason, therefore, my dear brethren, stand, stand firm. El mismo libro, capítulo 16 al 13 dice, permanezcan firmes en la fe. Same book, chapter 16, verse 13, remain firm in the faith. Galatas 5.1, Pablo otra vez les dice, por lo tanto, manténganse firmes. Galatians 5.1, therefore, stand firm. Ephesians 6.14 les dice, Ephesians 6.14, he says, manténganse firmes. Stand firm. 
No sé si nos queda alguna duda. I don't know if we have any doubt de la alta responsabilidad of the great responsibility we have que tenemos, iglesia, that we have church de permanecer firme. of remaining firm. Firme en la fe. Firm in the faith. Firme en una fe depositada en un Dios. Firm in a faith deposited in God que determina el curso de nuestra vida. That determines the, the course of our lives. Yo sé que muchas veces pensamos que está en nuestras manos. And I know that many times we, we think that it's in our hands. Pero el curso de nuestra vida está en las manos de Dios. But the course of our lives is in the hands of God. Y Él es digno de confianza. And He is worthy of trust. Fe es creer que la palabra independientemente de los resultados. Faith is believing in the word regardless of, re of the results. Fe es creer cuando no entiendo. Is believing when I don't understand. Fe es creer que mis caminos no son sus caminos. Faith is believing that my ways are not his ways. Que mis pensamientos no son sus that pensamientos. That my thoughts are not his thoughts. Iglesia, piense. Think about it, church. Fuera de la voluntad de Dios. Apart from the will of God, nunca podremos estar firmes. We will never be able to stand firm. Adivina cuántas guerras ganó Israel fuera de la voluntad de Dios. Do you want to know how many battles Israel was able to win away from the, from the will of God? Ninguna. None. ¿Cuántas tú crees que podemos ganar nosotros? How many do you think we can win? Ninguna. None. Adam y Eva en su primera prueba. Adam and Eve in their first test. Perdieron su primera batalla. They, they failed. They, they, they lost their first battle. Porque se salieron de la voluntad de Dios. Because they got away from the will of God. And the Thessalonians were starting to begin to lose their battle. Because they were not remaining firm in the truth they have heard. They were giving, giving room for these other teachings to convince them. And that's a danger for us. Because our job, church, is to search the scriptures. Porque el momento que no lo hagamos, the moment we don't do so, van a venir mensajes. There's messages that will come. Van a venir otros mensajes. There's going to be other messages que van a convencernos. That are going to convince us. Vemos eso. Do we see that? Lo hemos visto en nuestras vidas. Have we seen it in our own lives? Cosas que nos alejan del Señor, pero es porque no no estábamos firmes en la palabra del Señor. Things that pull us away from the Lord, but it's because we were not standing firm in the word of the Lord. Y, iglesia, yo puedo entender. In church, I, I'm able to understand. Que una iglesia fundada en tres semanas, that a church that was established in three weeks que inmediatamente fue perseguida, that was immediately uh, persecuted yo puedo entender I can understand que ellos pudieran olvidar, that they could have forgotten porque literalmente ellos escucharon oralmente mensajes, because they orally they literally heard messages Tenían una carta, they had a letter ¿cuántos de nosotros se nos olvida las cosas cuando se nos dicen How many of us forget things when we are told? Yo puedo entender I can understand que ellos no estén hayan algo que because they, they were not firm, right? Because they forgot something they heard. Un Their access was limited. Pero que eso dice de But what does that say about us? Todo el we have all the biblical counsel. Todo lo que ellos no tenían. Everything that they did not have. Hoy nosotros tenemos acceso completo. Today we have full access. No limitado. Not completo. limited. Complete. Si hay una generación sin excusa, es, es la nuestra. If there's a generation without any excuse, it's our generation. Es muy difícil justificar. It is very difficult to justify. ¿Por qué no estamos nosotros permaneciendo firmes? Why wouldn't we remain firm in 
the faith in. Todo lo que se nos ha sido dado. When everything we need has been given to us. Todo. Everything. Por eso nosotros queremos aquí en IFE cambiar eso. That's why here at IFE we'd like to change that. Nuestra generación es considerada la generación más analfabeta bíblicamente. Uh, uh, biblically speaking, our generation is considered the most illiterate of all time. Y eso es un colmo. And, and that's, that's crazy. ¿Por qué? Porque somos la generación con más recursos, pero Be la más analfabeta. Because we are the generation with more access and resources, however, the most illiterate. Pero déjame decirte. But let me tell you. Déjame animarte. Let me encourage you. Tú perteneces a una iglesia. You belong to a church. Donde vamos a cambiar eso. Well, we're going to seek to change that. Donde la misión de la iglesia y de nuestro pastor es cambiar esa realidad. Where the mission of our church and our pastors is to change that reality. Porque nosotros aquí valoramos la escritura. Because here we value the scriptures. Nuestra iglesia va a continuar estudiando. Our church will continue to study the word. Porque reconocemos. Because we recognize. Que nuestra fidelidad depende de. That our faithfulness depends on that. Nuestra firmeza depende de. Our firmness depends on that. No esperemos nada más sencillo que eso. So we should not expect anything simpler than that. Esperemos que nuestras mentes sean este challenge. Let's wait for, for our minds to be retadas. Retadas con la palabra. Challenged by the word. Esa, esa es nuestra vida. That's our life. Mientras menos yo conozca. The least, uh, the less I know. Mayor es mi chance de ser engañado. Then that's the greatest opportunity I have of being deceived. ¿Y qué escuchamos en el capítulo 2? And what we heard in chapter 2? Se viene. Huh? Se viene. It's coming. Se viene un tiempo donde va a venir un engaño masivo. A time is coming with a massive deception will come. No recordemos que muchos llamados cristianos Let's van a ser engañados. Remember, dice Pablo. many so-called Christians will be deceived. Paul tells us. ¿Qué haremos para que ese no sea yo? So what can we do for that not to be us? ¿Qué vamos a hacer para que ese no sea tú? What are we going to do so that you wouldn't be that person deceived? Nosotros no queremos que ninguno sea. We don't want anybody yo to be deceived. Queremos que todos abracen esta verdad. We desire for everyone to hold on Amen. and embrace this truth. Mientras menos yo conozca, menos voy a estar firme. The less I know, the less less firm I will be. Jesús decía en Lucas. Jesus said in the book of Luke. El que oye mi el que escucha mi palabra y la pone en práctica. The one who hears my word and puts it into practice. Es aquel que busca un fundamento en donde construir su casa. Is the one who seeks foundation where to build his house y encuentra una roca and he finds a rock donde construye su casa and he builds his house upon Viene that la rock tormenta. and the storm comes y no la puede mover. he's not able to move it Aquel he is that one que estudia la palabra that studies the word y la practica. and practices the word amen, amen. Juan 17, 17, Jesús oraba al Padre y le decía, John 17, 17 Jesus was praying to the Father and he would say santificar Santificados en la verdad, tu palabra es la verdad. Sanctified them by the truth, your word is truth. Él dice, como tú me enviaste al mundo, yo lo envío también al mundo. Since as you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Y por ellos me santifico. And for them I sanctify myself. Para que también ellos sean santificados en la verdad. That they too, they too may be truly sanctified. Y yo quiero que tú veas algo, iglesia. And I want you to see something, church. Pablo no se está comparando a la vida cristiana de otra persona. Paul is not comparing himself to the Christian life of some other person. ¿Cuánto hace esta vida esta persona y yo voy a imitarlo? Let me see what this person does and I'm going to imitate whatever they do. Su ejemplo es Cristo. His example is Christ. 
Amén. Jesús dice que él mismo se santificó. Jesus says he himself was sanctified. Para que ellos se santifiquen en la verdad. For they themselves to be sanctified in the truth. Nunca te compare a ningún cristiano. Never compare yourself with any Christian. Tu comparación es Cristo. Your example to follow is Christ. ¿Qué él hizo con la verdad? What did he do with the truth? No que Manuel o que Javier o que ¿Qué hizo Not what Manuel did or what uh, Javier did, but what did Christ do? Ese es He is our example. Y el punto de esta And my last point this afternoon. Esta tarde. <laughs> Te quedaste <laughs> pegado. La verdad. Let's practice the truth. Amen. Amen. Versículo 16 al 17 dice. Verse 16 to 17 says. Que nuestro Señor Jesucristo mismo y Dios nuestro Padre que nos amó y por su gracia nos dio consuelo eterno y una buena esperanza. Lo anime y fortalezca su corazón para que tanto en palabra como en obra hagan lo que sea bueno. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and, and word. Note, iglesia. Notice, church. Como se dirige al hijo y se dirige al padre. How he speaks to the son and the father al mismo tiempo. at the same time. Y le pide la misma cosa. And he's asking both of them the same thing. También continuemos viendo. So let us continue to see. Cómo Pablo se apropia del Señor Jesucristo. How Paul continues to make Jesus Christ his own. Y cómo se apropia de Dios Padre. And how he makes God the Father his own. Lo que significa que Pablo se ha unido a su causa. Which means that Paul has united to his own cause. Pablo es uno con el mensaje. Paul is one with his message. Y no hay quien lo separe. And no one can separate it from that message. Ahí debemos llegar nosotros. And this is where we need to go, church. Ser uno. To be one con Cristo. with Christ. Esa era la oración de Jesús. That was Jesus' prayer. La vemos cumplida en la vida de Pablo. And we see it fulfilled in Paul's life. Que sean uno como yo y yo. yo He says, Father, may they be one as you and I are one. Aquí vemos Pablo reconociendo, apropiándose. And we see here Paul who's recognizing and making that prayer his own. Reteniendo fuertemente. He's retaining strongly this truth. Y vemos el porqué. And we see the why. Porque esa unión, esa apropiación. Because that union, that appropriation. Le ha dado un consuelo eterno y una esperanza buena. Has granted him an eternal encouragement and an eternal hope. Y él está al padre y al hijo and he is asking the Father and the Son que le lo mismo to grant him the same a los to the Thessalonians y a hoy. and to us today. Esa es la de Pablo. This is Paul's prayer. No le llama la atención, Doesn't that call your attention, church? Pablo está por cosas Paul is asking here for transcendent things, no por cosas not temporary things. Él está escribiendo una iglesia bajo persecución, no olvidemos. He is writing to a church under persecution, let us not forget. ¿Cuántos de nosotros estamos viviendo alguna dificultad el día de hoy? How many of us might be going through some sort of difficulty today? Bueno, yo te está escribiendo a una persona, él no está escribiendo una vida perfecta. He's not writing here, Paul is not writing here to a perfect life. Él está escribiendo una vida que está sufriendo. He is writing to a life in the midst of suffering. Y él escogió sus palabras muy bien. And he chose his words very well. Porque no es él, el Espíritu Santo inspirando su palabra. Because it was in him as the Holy Spirit inspiring his words. Obviamente esta iglesia necesita consuelo. Obviously this church needed um, comfort. Obviamente esta iglesia necesita una esperanza. Obviously buena. this church needed a good hope. Pablo no empieza a pedir Señor. And so Paul doesn't start to ask Lord. Que durante la persecución no le falte comida. That during the persecution they don't like any food. Que no le falte agua. That they don't they, they don't like any que water. Que nadie salga herido o muerto. That no one would be di dying or, or hurt. Que está sucediendo. Which was happening. 
cual sería bueno en su petición. Which would be a good petition to have. Pero él no pide por eso. But he's not asking for these él things. Pide por un consuelo eterno. He asks, he asks the Lord for eternal encouragement. Un consuelo que no viene de palabras temporales. An encouragement that's not coming through temporary words. Iglesia cuando dolemos. And so church when we are in pain. Hay personas con muy buenas intenciones. There's people with great intentions. Que van a intentar consolarnos. They're going to try to comfort us. Pero esas palabras no duran para siempre. But those words don't last forever. Ese consuelo termina. That comfort ends. Estamos de acuerdo. Oh, we agree. Él está dando un consuelo que no va a terminar. He is asking for an encouragement that will never end. Palabras que no van a ser temporales. Words that will not be temporary. Que son eternas. Uh, they are eternal. Pide por una esperanza una esperanza una esperanza nueva, buena. He asks for a good hope. Una esperanza que está cimentada en promesas. This is a hope that has been founded upon promises. No solamente promesas. Not just promises. Promesas garantizadas. But guaranteed promises Por Dios mismo. by God himself and the, he asked that this is what sustains this church in the midst of their suffering y todo eso por la del Señor. and all of this occurs because of the grace of Porque God Pablo no recibió consuelo eterno. because Paul did not receive uh, eternal y una buena esperanza. comfort or a good hope Por el gran misionero que él fue. because he was a great missionary no no él no recibió consuelo eterno y buena esperanza por su entrega al evangelio. He did not receive an eternal encouragement or a good hope because he gave his, himself to the gospel. No. No. Él recibió consuelo eterno y una buena esperanza por la gracia del Señor. He received an eternal encouragement and good hope because of God's grace. Regalo inmerecido. Undeserved gift. Eso es lo que gracia es. That's what grace is. Por eso lo recibió That's Pablo. That's why Paul received it. Nuestra obediencia no compra favor a Dios. Our obedience is not able to buy God's favor. Cuando yo desobedezco, when I disobey, lo que recibo es gracia. What I receive is grace. Un regalo inmerecido. Undeserved gift. Y a veces uno no piensa en la desobediencia de esa manera. And sometimes you don't think of disobedience in that way. Hay algo peor que merezco. There's something worse that I deserve. La verdad que sí. Yeah, there, there, there is. You deserve death. Y cada vez que somos desobedientes, and every time we're being disobedient, el Señor nos corrige, and the Lord corrects us, y duele, and it hurts. Y, y, y hay cosas que, que, que son dañadas por nuestra desobediencia. And there are things damaged because of our disobedience. Es gracia. It is grace. Es gracia porque merecíamos algo peor. It is grace because we deserve something worse. Amen. Amen. Pablo está pidiendo. So Paul is asking que agarremos con fuerza esta verdad. That we can hold on strongly to this truth. Primera Corintios 4:7 él dice. First Corinthians 4:7 he says. ¿Qué tienes que no hayas recibido y si lo recibiste por qué presumes como si no te lo hubieran dado? What do you have that you did not receive and if you did receive it why do you boast as though you did not? Pablo está pidiendo esta buena esperanza. So Paul is asking for this good hope. Y ese hope consuelo eterno. And that eternal encouragement. Que él recibió por gracia. That he received by grace. Que Dios se lo pueda dar a los demás. That God will be able to grant it to others. Porque ellos también son hijos amados. Because they are also our loved children. Dios se ha propuesto santificarnos. And God has, has made the decision to sanctify us. Y eso debe ser motivo de consuelo eterno. And this should be a motive or a reason for an eternal encouragement. Y una buena esperanza. And a good hope. El ser amado por Dios debe ser motivo de consuelo eterno y una buena esperanza. And being loved by God should be a motive or a reason for an eternal encouragement and a good hope. El tener promesa de una gloria futura y ser salvo para tomar parte en la gloria del Señor Jesucristo eso debe ser motivo de consuelo y de una buena esperanza. To have a glorious 
promise, future promise, and to be saved should all be part of our motive uh, in regards to this eternal um, encouragement and good hope. Y Pablo termina diciendo, iglesia, and so Paul ends saying, that God would encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Él no quiere que solamente conozcan teología. He doesn't want them only to know theology. Sino que la, 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 la apliquen. But they would apply it. Hasta el punto que la teología. And to the point that the theology. Que saben que, que se convierta en fe. That we know it would turn into faith. Amen. Amen. Efesios 2.10 dice. Ephesians 2.10 says. Porque somos hechura de Dios creado en Cristo Jesús para buena obra, las cuales Dios dispuso de antemano a fin de que las pongamos en práctica. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Primera de Pedro 2.12 dice, iglesia. First Peter 2.12 says. Mantengan entre los incrédulos una conducta tan ejemplar que aunque los acusen de hacer el mal, ellos observen la buena obra de ustedes. Y glorifiquen a Dios el día de su visitación. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Somos llamados a vivir vidas ejemplares ante los incrédulos. We are called to live exemplary lives uh, among unbelievers. Porque estamos siendo santificados. Because we are being sanctified. Porque Dios no quiere que, se, que todo el mundo se pierda. Because God doesn't want everyone to be lost. Él quiere que seamos testimonio. He wants us to be a living testimony. Porque el momento de que Dios visite esas personas. That in the moment that the Lord visits those people. Ellos puedan recordar las obras de nosotros. They will be able to remember our works. Amen. Amen. Si a nosotros nos pidieran una explicación por nuestra fe. So, if someone asks us some explanation in regards to our faith. ¿Qué responderíamos? What would we respond? ¿Qué estamos haciendo, iglesia, para que el evangelio sea visto por otros, especialmente los incrédulos? What are we doing, church, for the gospel to be seen for others, by others, especially unbelievers? En conclusión. To, in conclusion. Dios nos ha llamado para salvación. God has called us to salvation. Dios nos ha llamado para ser santificado. He has called us to be sanctified. Y nos ha llamado para obrar, por obra de su Espíritu Santo y desea que de manera... Lo leo otra vez. Dios no ha llamado a salvación, santificación y no ha llamado a obrar por su palabra, por su espíritu y de esa manera nosotros glorificar a Dios. God has called us to salvation, sanctification. He has called us to work by his word and his spirit and in that way we would be glorified. We will glorify God. Vivir por fe es estar firmes. To live by faith is to be firm. Vivir en su palabra es estar firme. To live by his word is to be firm. Y eso es lo que Pablo está ayudando a los tesalonicenses a ver. And this is what Paul is, is producing or, or taking the Thessalonians to see. Iglesia, entiende tu estatus. So church, understand your status. Eres amado por Dios. You're loved by God. Dios te escogió desde el principio de la creación. He chose you from the beginning of creation. Para ser salvo y ser santificado. To be saved and sanctified. Esa salvación solo Dios la puede dar. That salvation can only be given by God. Your status is that to those both of those things, God can keep you firm. Ahora Dios ha hecho todas estas cosas and now God has done all these things para que tengamos un consuelo eterno. for us to have an eternal encouragement y una buena esperanza. and a good hope. ¿Y cuál es mi oración? So what's my prayer? Que Dios nos ayude a madurar. That God will help us mature. 
que nos ayude a madurar en nuestra forma de pensar you will help us mature in our way of thinking que nos ayude a madurar en nuestra fe you would help us mature in our faith que nos ayude a madurar en nuestra relación con él that he would help us mature in our relationship with him que nos ayude a madurar en nuestro entendimiento de nuestra salvación that he would help us mature in regards to our understanding of salvation si queremos vivir a la luz del regreso de Cristo if we desire to live in light of the return of Christ si queremos permanecer firmes if we want to remain firm iglesia nos toca retener con fuerza la verdad then church we must we must hold on tightly to the truth that we are loved chosen to be saved by faith in the truth and the sanctification of the spirit let us pray church que tu sacrificio ha, ha dado a tu iglesia, Señor. Perdónanos, Padre, cuando no retenemos con fuerza tu verdad. Si verdaderamente entendiéramos cuán fuerte tú nos estás reteniendo. Si verdaderamente vemos, Señor, cuán fiel tú eres en nuestra infidelidad. Si verdaderamente entendiéramos, Señor, de qué nos salvaste. Viviríamos, Señor, firme en ello. Pero abre nuestros ojos, Señor. Abre nuestros ojos a esta realidad. Danos fuerza para perseverar. Que nadie salga desanimado, sino animado, Señor, a abrazar tus verdades de una manera nueva, más fuerte, apropiándose de Cristo, apropiándose de su misión, de su mensaje, así como Pablo lo hacía. Porque tenemos consuelo eterno y una esperanza buena, Señor. Bendice a tu iglesia, Señor, y ayúdanos, Padre, a siempre estar atento a hacer tu voluntad y permanecer firme en ti, Señor. En el nombre poderoso de Jesús.